Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Brewer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. Hey, before you start listening to this episode, I just wanted to fill you in. I am currently editing this episode and I realized it got way too long, so I'm going to break this up into multiple parts. This first part is going to be about intuitive eating with light structure, and then in episode two, part two, we are going to go into my GPF style of eating. So stay tuned for that episode, but you do need to listen to this one first if you want to learn the principles of intuitive eating with light structure how to eat in a way that supports your goals, allows you to be a health conscious person while not obsessing over every single bite of food you put in your body. This to me is true food freedom and this is the foundation of everything you need to know before you dive into the GPF style of eating. So give this one a listen and enjoy this episode. What is up my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. Today I am doing something I am so excited about, something I have been intending to do forever and we're finally doing it. I am updating and revising the GPF episode. A, if you don't know what GPF is, stay tuned for this episode, you're going to find out. And B, I wanted to let you know that I recorded this original episode in 2017. It was the second episode of the Healthy and Happy podcast that I ever recorded. And as I was doing research for this episode and deciding how I wanted to elaborate on the concepts in that first episode and expand and revise and edit and update, I decided to listen to that second episode I ever made five years ago. And I was cringing so hard. It was brutal. You can go back and listen to it if you want, but you don't have to because this one's going to be bigger and better and more detailed, which is why we're bringing it back. Just very quickly, I think that's a very good lesson for all of us. Back when I started this podcast, I wasn't very comfortable on audio. It was my second time ever sitting down to record a podcast. I was by myself. I said some pretty cringy things. I said some things I don't necessarily agree with anymore. But the whole point of that is that if you have a dream, if you have a vision, if you have a project that you've wanted to get started for so long, but the fear of being cringy or the fear of looking back and being like, God, that was awful, is holding you back, just know that's probably what's going to happen. You probably will look back at the first iterations of whatever it is that you create and be like, wow, I really sucked. But that's how you get better at anything. You have to suck at first and you have to keep practicing and trying. And now, five years later, I'm so much more comfortable on audio. I'm so much more comfortable on video because I have practiced for years and years and years. And as you know, if you listen to my last podcast episode, this is the year of showing up messy and perfect with your baby cooing in the background when you're trying to record an episode because effort is better than focusing on the outcome. It's more important to show up even if you think you suck, even if you're not sure that what you're doing is making a difference, even if it feels like no one cares because trust me, people will care. And even if that's not today, even if it's 5, 10, 20, 50, a thousand years from now, people find your work and they care about it. Or even if they don't and you just want to keep something for you a hobby, a passion, an interest, you have to start. You have to get started somewhere. 
So before we get into the episode today, I just wanted to remind you of that. If you've been waiting on something and sitting on this idea of a project, whether it's a podcast, a blog, you want to start painting, drawing, you want to start coaching, you want to start doing whatever you want to do, get a certification in something, here's your sign to go do it. You're never going to feel ready. You just got to do it anyway. Anyways, that's my inspiration for today. <laughs> Let's talk about food, baby. I thought this was a perfect time of year to talk about food because everybody is interested in nutrition in January. So I figured while there's a ton of noise going on in the diet space right now, I would upload this podcast to hopefully offer you some sane, rational, practical advice so you don't spend months or weeks of your 2023 dieting only to fail and feel like it was you that was the failure. In reality, diets are designed and set up to make you fail. Today we are going to cover my opinion and history with intuitive eating and my history with dieting in general. Then I'm going to give you very practical, tangible steps to set up every single meal for health and hunger so you can ditch the drama surrounding food and you never have to question or guess what to put on your plate again. Now, before we get started, I want to lay out the disclaimer that this is not a diet. If you are looking for a diet, you should probably listen to this anyway, because we are going to chat about why this style of eating is sustainable. I understand, especially in the beginning of the year, the allure of starting a new diet, having a really hard goal to motivate you, and convincing yourself, this year is the year I'm going to change for good. Trust me, I've been there a thousand times. And this GPF style of eating is the style of eating I've been using for myself and my clients for years and years now. And it is the one that I have most easily been able to stick to because I don't feel restricted. I don't feel deprived. I can eat whatever I want, whenever I want it in a structured way that still keeps health at the forefront. If you listen to my past episode about eating for how you want to feel versus how you want to look, this plays into that concept because I want to feel healthy. I want to feel energized and health is one of my top core values. So straight up intuitive eating did not work for me, which we'll talk about in a second, mostly because I still needed and wanted and desired some structure around my meals to make sure I was getting all of the micronutrients and healthy foods that would help me feel energized, satiated, and keep me full for a long time. That was the thing with dieting. I would be obsessed about food. I would never truly feel satisfied after a meal. So even as I was eating a meal, I would start thinking about my next meal, what I was going to eat. And it was this whole thought loop and mindfuck, honestly. And if I can save one person from the drama of going through all of that and instead adopt this style of eating, my job will be done here. I will be so happy. So let's get into it. Without further ado, I am going to be speaking from my book, Healthy and Happy, Find Food Freedom and Create the Body You Love. We are going to be going through chapter one, which is all about intuitive eating with light structure, which is my GPF style of eating. If you want all of this laid out for you so you can read it, have it as a reference manual and have the eight week program that I take all of my clients through, then buy this book. You can buy it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. I think it's still at Target. I'm not sure. Just look around. I would buy it on Amazon, honestly. You can have it at your door tomorrow or the day after. But if you don't have the book or you do have the book and you want to hear me talk about it and elaborate on it, this podcast episode is the one to listen to. So let's dive in. I think it's important to kind of preface this by saying I have been on both ends of the spectrum when it comes to my nutrition. There have been times in my life where I did not give a heck about what I was eating. I did not pay attention at all. I would literally wake up and have Coke, Coca-Cola, not the drug, (laughs) Coca-Cola and spaghetti and meatballs for breakfast. Okay. That was my breakfast. I would eat fast food all the time. I just did not care what I was eating. 
And then when I started to get into nutrition and fitness, I became hyper-focused on it and eventually got to the point where I was so obsessed, very restrictive in my diet, lost my period, was obsessing about food constantly, was mentally probably in the worst place I'd ever been. I had always thought, okay, if I just get lean enough, then I'll be super happy. And I was actually at my most depressed and lowest point in my life. So I knew I needed to find balance in the extremes. I truly felt like I personally needed to go to both ends of that pendulum, the really not giving a heck about what I was eating and then really obsessed to finally find that middle ground and balance. But you don't have to go to those extremes and hopefully you do catch yourself before you go to those extremes. But if you have been to those extremes, this podcast will start teaching you how to find that middle ground between not caring at all about your food and nutrition and caring so much that it's all you think about because neither of those are healthy in my opinion. And before we dive into GPF and the principles and the structures and how it works, I want to chat about intuitive eating because I don't have a traditional stance on intuitive eating and I might get a little bit of backlash for this because I find that there's either like the hardcore dieters or there's the hardcore intuitive eating camp and I'm somewhere in the middle. That's honestly how I see a lot of things in life. I'm very middle ground, neutral, can see both sides and appreciate both for what they are. And then I find myself somewhere rationally in the middle, which is what I have done with nutrition. And it works well for me. But when I was hardcore dieting and I had heard of the concept of intuitive eating, it sounded intriguing and interesting to me. It was just becoming popular and it seemed awesome, right? Like I can eat like a normal person and I can eat whatever I want whenever I want, which means I can have donuts and cookies and cake and freedom. This sounds freaking amazing. But I had so many questions and fears, especially from somebody who was coming from a chronic dieting background. And some of those fears included, where do I begin? Do I just start eating whatever I want? Am I able to tell when I'm hungry or full at this point without going to extremes? What if I decide to give intuitive eating a try and I fail and I gain a bunch of weight? What happens if I can't stop eating? What if I lose control? How will I feel about myself? What will other people think? I was so scared to even try because for me, nutrition at that point was about control. And intuitive eating seemed like so far on the opposite end of the spectrum that I was giving up all control and I was terrified about what that meant for both my body and my mindset. This is when I started to form the concept of eating for how you want to feel versus how you want to look. That's the middle of that pendulum, the sweet spot where we are making health conscious decisions most of the time without going to any extremes. When we live in this middle area, we allow ourselves to eat in a way that makes us feel our best while still giving ourselves the freedom to indulge in the foods we love the most. Some of the questions I ask myself, what does feeling good actually feel like in my body? When I don't feel good, what does that feel like? How do my food choices affect how I feel? And that started to allow me to form the GPF structure around my meals because I realized that when I ate this way, it really helped me feel balanced. It gave me energy. I wasn't starving after I was eating. I didn't feel too stuffed. I felt just right and content. And it actually took my mind off of food for the first time in what felt like years because I was satisfied and I didn't have to obsess about when I could have my next meal. It helped me learn to trust my body and eventually helped me to identify my own hunger and fullness cues, which can be very difficult to do if you're a chronic dieter. So while I love the concept of intuitive eating, Sometimes it's hard to just go from dieting over and over again your whole life to completely trusting yourself, learning your hunger and fullness cues. There needs to be steps in the middle, which is what my whole framework operates off of. 
Because if you've listened to a diet tell you how much to eat, when to eat your whole life, how in the heck are you going to know what it feels like to actually be hungry or to actually be satisfied without somebody telling you what to do based on a meal plan? Now let's talk about intuitive eating with light structure. The number one question I ask myself and my clients when embarking on any type of lifestyle change is, is this sustainable five years from now? Could you look back five years from now and be doing the same thing you're doing today? Or are you following something that feels too restrictive? For example, if you're cutting out an entire macronutrient like carbohydrates, five years from now, are you going to still be not eating carbohydrates? I doubt it. You can't tell me you're never going to have a banana again or a piece of cake at your kid's birthday party. That's just not realistic. It's not sustainable. And honestly, when you fall off of that, even if you eat a banana, when you tell yourself you're not supposed to have carbs because some diet tells you not to, then you feel like a failure without realizing that it's the diet that's designed to ultimately make you fail because it's so restrictive and unsustainable. So I wanted to make sure as I was putting together the GPF style of eating that it was most importantly sustainable. It was something that you could maintain five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road. And I am proof in the pudding of that. I have been doing this for at least five years now, and I have never felt better. As I mentioned, there are usually two camps of people here. The ones that believe you can and should eat whatever you want, whenever you want. That's kind of the intuitive eating side of things. And then the people who promote diets of whatever kind. So keto, macro counting, any other diet under the sun. Both can be supportive of people's goals if done in the right way, but most of the time, especially the dieting side, is not done in the right way. But these two camps left me feeling really discouraged and confused because why did I have to choose? Wasn't there a way for me to be health conscious and also enjoy my pizza and my ice cream? Couldn't my love for kale and green smoothies and my love for pizza and ice cream, delicious, coexist? I felt like I had to be in one camp or the other, like I was somehow wrong for meal prepping or creating structure and routine with my meals? Or did I have to feel guilty about being mindful of making food choices in the interest of my overall health? No, none of us should have to feel like that. And I stand behind so many principles of intuitive eating, but when I was first getting started, I felt this huge gap between chronically dieting and having the freedom to eat whatever I wanted. Like, how could I go from obsessing over every single morsel of food I put in my body to then all of a sudden giving myself unconditional permission to eat whatever I wanted without feeling guilty about it? And I found myself constantly flip-flopping between those two extremes, periods of overindulging followed by restriction because I was still out of touch with my body and I didn't know how to trust myself around food. So during my few years of experimenting and becoming the detective of my own body, I engineered a style of eating, the GPF style, that bridged the gap between eating everything or eating nothing. That helped me create routine in my life while I still enjoyed all of my favorite foods in moderation. And this is the lifestyle that helped me discover how to listen to my body once and for all and eat mindfully while giving it the nutrition it needed to become stronger, healthier, and more fit. This to me is true food freedom, intuitive eating with light structure. This is not a diet. It's a way of living. It's a lifestyle. I know that's so cheesy, but you don't do this for two weeks or eight weeks or a few months and then call it a day. It's a style of eating that does take intention and thought, especially in the beginning. And it takes a heck of a lot of grace and understanding that you won't always be perfect. You won't always make the most beautiful, perfect GPF meal. And you're probably going to slip back into old thought patterns and behaviors from time to time. And that's all okay. This is part of the process. So I don't expect you to listen to this episode or read my book and all of a sudden become perfect at these principles. That's not a thing that's going to happen. It takes a lot of practice. You have to practice these principles daily, but it is worth practicing. You are worth putting in the effort for. 
And it doesn't matter how many times you quote unquote fall off track, which I hate that term, but you know what I mean. Or you feel like giving up and saying this isn't worth it. What matters is that you keep trying even at your very next meal. All right, my loves, this is where we are cutting it off. I will talk to you in part two all about the GPF style of eating, what it is, how to do it, and how to build every single meal to look and feel your best. And most importantly, ditch the obsession around food so that you don't have to spend all day thinking about it because that sucks. If you know, you know. Don't forget to leave a review on wherever you listen to your podcast episodes and I will send you my ebook, Meal Prep Made Easy, if you take a screenshot of your review and send it to my email address, julie at juliebuer.com. Take a screenshot of this episode, send it to a friend, share it on your story, spread the love, and I'll talk to you for part two, GPF. See you soon. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.